Hey. Hey. Coffee. Abstaining. Hungry. Maybe. Movie. Seen it. Fast play. What's fast play? The new game from the Connecticut Lottery with a growing jackpot. Growing jackpot. Think big. It's easy. The easiest. And fast. Super fast. Quick like a bunny. Yep. Formula One fast. Faster. 5G speed. Wrong ad. Fast play from the Connecticut Lottery. Play fast. Win big. Use your game sense. Odds vary by and during games. Must be 18 or older to purchase. CTLottery.org. Podcast, Bottom of the Bottom Entertainment. This is Just Javal. I am Just Javal. Want to welcome y'all to another podcast during quarantine. I have my little brother, my boy, my ace, Jot Babyface Helmet Boy in the building. Yes, sir. Uh-oh. This shit feels to be a topic uh we calling this one the ode to ass whoopings and so like i said this is my little brother my blood brother grow with the same brother same dad that we know of uh and so we just so talk to y'all about the upbringing that we had and why it explains our sense of humor our demeanor and everything else that you might have realized through the podcast that we presented earlier so what's up jack What's up, bro? Hammerhead? What's up, man? Uh, Chilling, like, man. I know you got me on speaking shit since, since we on this quarantine shit, man. And it probably sound like, you know, I'm on a collect call from prison. But, <laughs> like, let's, go, let's go add some, some street cred to me, though. So it's all good. For real, we gonna hashtag all the niggas in the pen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So basically, we just gonna get into what the world, I think, needs. It's good ass whooping, and how 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 did it impact us over the years? So the game been missing. Yeah, like man, we've been through some crazy stuff, man. We used to drive our mama wild, love her to death, man. We used to drive her crazy. She, Jot, you 
probably pushed on the brink of a nervous breakdown at one point in time, I'm sure. No, I, I did. I actually did, nigga. It, it ain't no I think, nigga. I actually did. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's why I stopped messing with Yeah, man. Like, like I said, I was bad. But you, boy, you was on a whole nother level of bad. Now, nah, you was mannish. You was, you was disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> you act Nick, but, but you ain't you ain't get half as many ass whoopers as me, nigga. I'm I'm the court kind of sore up ass. Oh yeah, I knew better. Like you know, I did some things, but after that first time, nigga, like I was done. And the crazy part is, when Mama used to whoop us, like she was more of a disciplinarian in my than my dad when it comes to quantity of ass whoopers, like. Like, bomb. Yeah, she gave out a lot, but they didn't do shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> like nigga. nigga she, had, she gave out quantities, nigga. Daddy gave out quality. Yeah, it was a quality. <laughs> and that's the big difference. Like, mom, mom thought she was really doing something by whooping our ass that week. Yeah. Like, it'll make us. I was back to the same shit 30 seconds later. Yeah, it was like we stopped what we doing at the time, and then. As soon as we done, we running in the back for the, for to go do it. Jump on the bed. We done crashed some beds. Nah, we used to do some crazy stuff. So what I really, what I want to really get into was just like I said, just like what was the difference between mom? Because to me, before you start, dad was like the OG. Like, like he did, he didn't whoop us a lot. So when he did whoop us, you know it had to be something major. And so, yeah, yeah. like dad was like, dad got to the point where. He'll just thump you on the side of the head, nigga. And that was, that was a whooping in itself because you ain't want nothing else. Like, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit. I just, I just knew who to fuck with, really. Like, I knew I could get on mom's nerves. <laughs> and my, mom gonna give me, like, mom gonna give me, like, 8,000 warnings before she actually do something. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, with, but with dad, nigga, it was, it was, it was one and done. So, like, you know, so. That was all I knew, I knew, I knew who, I knew who's button, buttons to push and who's not, like. So that, that that was the main thing, cause when mom finally did do something, it was it still wasn't nothing like to, yeah. to remember. Yeah, it wasn't that, like. But oh, but oh, I got one that I remember. Oh. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, but like in school, like mom, like I say, mom was the one going to the school and disciplining me as far as grades. Like it wasn't a lot, but dad was like, like nigga, just don't bring him no else. Like what he, I don't even think he knew what GPA was at the time. Like. Like he didn't kill. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. Like I, I tell my friends, man. I think, I think because I'm the youngest of five, that I got away with the most shit. But I'm, nigga. I remember I didn't have no curfew or nothing, nigga. Like my my old school nights, nigga, spending nights out at girls' houses and shit. <laughs> nigga, it, it was like I, man, I got away with murder pretty much, and I think I think it was just because. Mom and dad was tired by the time I came, you know, by the time I got to high school. And they knew that y'all was going to say something to me. So I tell I tell my friends that really my parents didn't raise me. My, my siblings raised me. So cause they, the parents was pretty much hands off when I came to high school because I was the last one. And I know they were just tired as fuck. So. Yeah. Yeah. But even in school, like I recall, I recount the time, man. And like I say, I'm, I'm 16 at the time. And so I went to Yates, as you know. Everybody else, like, Yates was like the it school in Houston back in the 90s. And so yeah. my dad worked at Yates as an auto mechanic teacher. So not only was I getting verbally abused by people that I knew calling me monkey wrench and screwdriver and shit, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I was acting up in class, man, and uh, 
like she was threatening to like talk to dad and I didn't care like you know like I wasn't no problem kid I was a bit of a loner I guess you could say but I acted up with the teacher I talked back or whatever with the teacher and so one day my dad like appeared in the classroom and it was just like slow motion like he didn't he didn't take me outside. He wasn't no take me outside and speak with me. This was in front of the whole class. He just told me, Boy, if I had to come back up here, I'm gonna whoop your ass. And, yeah. And, and <laughs> I know you had a similar circumstance that I ain't know about. Oh yeah, yeah. Now well let me tell you about the time I was at Yates. So I went to Yates my first my freshman year and I played football. So I didn't have no friends there because I was from the north side, from Megan Stones and I you know, so I went all the way out to Yates and I ain't had no friends. So only reason I had friends or I got a little clout was because I played football. So I remember uh, this is when I knew Daddy was an OG nigga. So <clears throat> mind you, this is like thug life at, at, at third, in the middle of third ward at Yates. So when I was a freshman, we were we were crabs or whatever, you know. And uh, the, the, they gave the football team hell, the freshman football team hell. Like I remember going between going from one class to the next, and they just lynching these fucking freshmen, like, throwing trash cans at these niggas, like, I think the nigga actually got knocked out by a trash can when I was there, so, come lunchtime, like, freshmen, our freshman football team, I already knew, if you see a, a, a varsity football player, you need to run your ass off, because yeah. the, the, the pain's coming, nigga, so, yeah. but, so, what happened was, the main, the main running back at the time was Big Rude, so, uh, I was walking across, you know, I ain't, I ain't worried about nothing. Not, not because, you know, I'm thinking I'm badass. It's just because I'm like, oh, nobody really know me here, so they ain't going to fuck with me. Yeah. So so I got approached by a group of, of, of varsity people, and they were like, yeah, this nigga on the first team. And I was like, yeah. And uh, Big Rue came up, and he was like, hey, hey, that's Mr. Gillum's son, man. Do not fuck with Mr. Gillum's son. <laughs> Mr. Gillum, Mr. Gillum is crazy. And I was like, damn, I ain't know dad had that much clout, so... That was just a funny story. I'm like, that, that, that was just an OG. Yeah, nah, I can remember being in the cafeteria, and I used to watch people play dominoes and shit during the cafeteria for lunch. And, dude, like, they'd be like, Shade Tree. And I'd be like, who y'all talking about? They used to call me Shade Tree. <laughs> they used to call me Shade Tree because dad, they used to say when they took dad class, he would fall asleep, like, in his chair at his desk during class. So they would call <laughs> Now they would call him Shade Tree, and they would call me Shade Tree, and I, and I like everybody knew Dad, man. Like he was no nonsense. Like I've heard rumors, they've told. I've never seen my dad with a pistol, but they used to swear that Dad kept a pistol in his car because he used to park his car in the shop, not in the parking lot. No, no. I, if you didn't know that Dad actually, he actually carried it on on campus. Nigga. I didn't know that. Like, now, I think he actually had a gun in his desk, nigga. Like, yeah. It wasn't hearsay. Yeah, okay. Okay. I never knew that. Like I wasn't willing to find that because, like I say, I was, just, I was just trying to stay out the way for the most part. But uh, nah, that was real shit. But what else? What else? What else? So, at so, the school? Uh, I guess let me tell you about the. I, I got a story about the last whooping I got from mom and the last <laughs> whooping I got from dad. So last whooping I got from dad, and then I'm gonna let you go next. Yeah. Last whooping I got from dad. I was at Clifton Middle School. You know the magnet school or whatever. And I was in the magnet program, but I used to always finish my work fast and, and I ain't have shit to do for the remainder of the class. Yeah. So I'm putting on for the city, nigga. Like, <laughs> it's, it's straight donkey time when I finish my work. Everybody know that it's about to be donkey time. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't like the, 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 the kid that, you know, that was all loud and shit and, you know, and disrespectful. It's just that all the teachers 
saw people laughing around me, and I was like, like the only one who wasn't laughing. So they kind of put it together later, like, oh, that's JoJo back there fucking with everybody. So anyway, I'm in this, I'm in this class, and it's donkey time. So my teacher tells my my teacher tells me she's like, okay, I'm gonna call your dad, uh, Joe Thais, because you've been acting up too bad or whatever, and, and I and I've never called your dad. So I'm gonna call your dad after school or whatever. And she's saying this in class. Mm. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, you know, you know, I heard that all the time. So obviously, so when I got home, dad, you know, talked to me or whatever. So I mean, you know, same old stuff. You know, don't don't act up in class. Yeah. And that was it. So I get to, I get to class the next day, and you know, all my friends they know it's donkey time. So they were like, Joe, Joe, what, what happened, man? Uh, did she call your dad? I'm like, yeah, she called my dad. But I wasn't cussing at that time, so you know, I was just just real bad. I'm like, yeah, she called my dad. And they were like, what happened? I'm like, shit, nothing, nigga. Like, it's donkey time, time all day. So, so, little did I know is her and my teacher and dad must have had a meeting the night, the day before the, on the phone. And she planned, she she wanted dad to come up there, I guess, to see me in action. Uh, I didn't know this. Uh, so the next day, it's the same, same bad time, same bad channel, nigga. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I'm, I get in class, I finish my work, I still acting up, you know, because. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a routine. Yeah. So, she's like, all right, Ms. Uh, Joe Thais, uh, you know I'm going to call your dad, so I got to show out in front of my friend. I'm like, yo, you called him yesterday. All right, ain't nothing going to happen. What, like, what, what, is, what is you telling me this This is what you bothered me for. Yeah, yeah, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> 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 let, me, let, me, let me do my thing. So, so, I guess he told dad what time that period started, because, you know, it was like seven or eight periods at that time, you know, in middle school. So, I don't know what period it was, but she told him the exact time to come, I guess. So, as I'm acting a donkey, <laughs> I hear I hear the, a knock on the door, and I see Dad through the through the window, and nigga, I must have shitted a brick. <laughs> like, like what the fuck? Because I, I know this nigga. I know like he worked on the south side. He not just for real. That's home. a forty five minute drive, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess. No, the rule of thumb is if I got to drive 45 minutes to your class, I'm bringing the ass with Yeah, I'm covered with it. Yes. <laughs> so I, I looked at Joe, and everybody saw the change on me. Like, I sat down, and I'm, I'm in that bitch, like, just <laughs> on quiet. And he walks in, and she, and she was like, you know, she like, hey, Mr. Gillum, or whatever. And he walks in, and he called me to the front of the class, in the middle of the class, say, this a class you acting up in? <laughs> and I was like... I don't know what I said, but I, I, I probably denied it. It's like, no, this ain't, this ain't class. <laughs> this just, and, uh, so, like, he pulled out a belt and whipped my ass in front of the class and, like, in front of all of my peers, nigga. That was the last whooping I got from Dad. Wow. This wow. was, like, in the sixth or seventh grade, nigga. That was, I remember that ass whooping. So, that's crazy. Like, I, like I said, I ain't, he was good for telling you he gonna whoop your ass in public, though. Like, he didn't give a damn, like... Yeah, yeah. Like it was already known. Like we didn't, we didn't act. Like I know I didn't, and I know you didn't. We didn't act up in front of dad at all. Like nigga, we didn't talk back. Like it, it is what it is. It said what it said. Yeah. And he wasn't no like shut up or I do this. He was. He just hey stop. Nigga, you stop. Like that was it. Yeah, yeah. You about that action, boss? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, even harping on the last ass whooping. My my last ass whooping from dad, man. Was a uh, probably seventh grade maybe. So you had to be in like the fifth or fourth. It maybe seventh grade. Yeah. yeah, I was like in the fourth band. Yeah, so yeah, I remember book covers. So we used to have book covers on the books, and that's when book covers like that was basically your 
your diary. Like you put some fly right. stuff on there, fly sayings. Your, your artwork. Yeah, your artwork. If you don't like somebody, fuck you. I love Miss. I love Miss Williamson <laughs> or whoever. So <laughs> prior to this, I used to ride around with our older brother Johnny through the neighborhood. I forgot who car we was in, but. Johnny used to ride around playing loud music because he knew he couldn't play it in the house. So I, I rode around with him around the neighborhood. So yeah. he used to play two live crew. Hey, we want some puss. Hey, you remember that song? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. So I decided to write that on my book cover. <laughs> so, and so I got home one day and I used to hide book covers under the couch. Not in my room like like a smart day. I used to hide it under the couch because I do homework. And like I said, me and Rico, which is my old, my older sister, and you know, our older sister, we used to beef at the time for whatever reason. And so I remember she told mom. And so mom whooped me. Mom whooped me. I thought that was it. <laughs> I'm thinking that's it, you know, because like I said, mom was really the disciplinarian. Like, so I thought that was it. And so dad got home. And she must have told her. I remember him telling me to go to the garage. So, I'm, you know, I ain't really... He was auto mechanics. That was you. Like, you was into auto mechanics. I wasn't really into yeah. it. So I was like, why the hell am I going to the garage? So I remember he reached <laughs> he reached up and grabbed a black strap. And, the child abuser. And he, yeah, he used to call it the child abuser. And the child abuser wasn't you yes, cover. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't where you cover your butthole. You cover your whole ass. Like, yeah. like if they, just, just, I'm just giving them a snippet of what the child abuser was. Basically, the child abuser was a fan film because my dad worked on, on Yeah, that's illegal. Dude, that's <laughs> Dude, that's a nigga, that's like hitting me with a with, with a barrel or something like that. Yeah, nigga, that's straight assault, nigga. Nah, and so he whooped me with that man, and that's the last time. Like, even to now, nah, I wouldn't write on the book cover to save my life right now. <laughs> nah, it's I have flashbacks just, just on book covers. But now, nah, like like I say, he was just an OG and mom, like I said, mom would Mom would allow us, I would say she would allow us to act a fool. And then yeah. she'll whoop us. And it was like, hey man, get the fuck out of here. Like, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, okay, we finna go to this store because this, this is the finale. The store, you got to tell them a story about faking your own death. Well, you know, it's an art to. <laughs> <laughs> I figured out a, a art to ass whoopers. Like, you know, I, I perfected ass whoopers through my life. So, so okay, basically what happened was, I don't know what I was doing to mom, but I, I knew how to push mom's buttons. And yes, you did. Yes, you did. I, I, I knew how to push her buttons. I don't know why I did. I think it was just for attention, and I was like a small little brat. So, I just always had to get under her skin. So, <laughs> I'm not sure what happened. But I'm pretty sure she kept telling me, like I say, she would give me 8,000 warnings. So it meant nothing to me because I'm like, okay, well, that's a warnings. You just go keep giving me warnings. You ain't going to do nothing. Well, this day, she cashed in. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> this day, nigga. <laughs> she had it this time, nigga. So, so I don't know what happened, but and I just remember. It was a high heel shoe. She went in her room and got a high heel shoe, nigga. Yep, remember that. She got a high heel shoe, and I'm like, oh shit, I don't fucked up. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm and I'm still not believing she go hit me with it. I'm thinking, you know, she just go grab the high shoe, high heel shoe, 
and like you know kind of flick it at me or whatever she, mm-hmm. she held that motherfucker in her hand and started beating me with that shit yep and I, I really didn't know what to do because <laughs> because because that was the that was a she broke she broke the ceiling with that one nigga. like I, I wasn't ready for that level <laughs> <laughs> she broke the glass ceiling with that ass so the only thing I knew to do was drop to the floor and start flopping nigga. <laughs> and, that, and that, that was the only thing I knew. I was like hey man you got you got to do something like dramatic to, to stop his ass. So I dropped to the floor, nigga, close my eyes, just start flopping like a goddamn like and start having convulsions. So Dude, you yeah, was I, I drooling, was like shaking on the ground and drooling shit. Drooling at your mouth. At the mouth. I started spitting and shit, nigga, like <laughs> <laughs> And nigga, I started spitting like it was it was it was real dramatic, nigga. And, and I just heard her like in the middle of hitting me, I heard her bust out crying. Yep. And I was like, Yeah, she just busted out crying and she she and she grabbed me. And she like pulled me and held held me, you know, started consoling me. Said, like, "Oh, I'm sorry." You know, yep. Yada, yada. Yep. I, I remember that. <laughs> yep. I remember too. I was right there. Nigga, I was so, yeah. right there. Nah, that she, was, she was. She was. She was crying like a, a lot, a lot, and that's that was the last time that I fucked with my mom. I was like, you know what, man, you, I'm, I'm doing way. Yeah, too you much. went too far. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going too hard, man. And I, and I think after that. It was nothing but love for mom because I, I just didn't want to put her to bed no, no more, man. Man, that had to be like I say it was, and I I think I was like, you killed the mom, you killed him, like I was, <laughs> like I don't remember if I was distraught or what. It was just so unbelievable of an acting job, like like this is something nobody would think of. This is this is something most kids run. Ain't nobody gonna play dead like a possum. They just they just have convulsions and shit, but. Hey man, like I, like I say, that was something new. So I had to do something new. So man, it's, it's a survival of the fittest in, this, in these streets, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> man. But yeah, y'all. So like I say, this is just an inter interperspective. I guess that's the right word <laughs> into why. Hey, nigga, it, it works for me. Why he called himself Heavy Boy? Why we call him Heavy Heavy Boy? And like I said, just survive, Heavy Boy, coming to you, Acting the Donkey Podcast. Uh, check out the rest of them. Uh, you can check them out on Spreaker, Spotify, iHeart, now Apple Podcasts on the Acting the Donkey Podcast, and uh, we'll get with you later. This was amazing, to say the least. <laughs> Damn, nigga, that shit brought back some memories, nigga. Yes, sir. All right, babe. <laughs> we gonna ride out with this one. I'll take this in this quarantine shit, nigga. Yes, sir. I said we gonna ride out with this one to play the same damn one. In Tuesday's Farming Independent, we have a special report on how farmers can cut their tax bills during the COVID-19 crisis. In dairy, we look at the challenges facing new entrants into the sector. And in machinery, Derek Casey has a guide to maximizing farm safety during the silage cutting season. The Farming Independent, real stories worth paying for. Imprint or subscribe at independent.ie.